this guy's podcast with my mask off. With my mask off. Hey, with my mask off. I got 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 my mask off. I've been vaccinated. I've been vaccinated. I've been vaccinated. I got my mask off. I got my mask off. I've been vaccinated. 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 Mr. President, what does the CDC say? The CDC is saying they have concluded that fully vaccinated people mm-hmm. are at a very, very low risk of getting COVID-19. Really? Therefore, if you've been fully vaccinated, mm-hmm. you no longer need to wear a mask. Let me repeat. Repeat it. If you are fully vaccinated, uh-huh. you no longer need to wear a mask. Okay. But if you've not been vaccinated, mm-hmm. Or if you're getting a two-shot vaccine, I got the one, and you've not gotten your, you only had your first shot, mm-hmm. but not your second, mm-hmm. or you haven't waited the full two weeks after your second shot, yeah, you still need to wear a mask. That's right. Look, we've gotten this far. Yeah. Please protect yourself. Please. Until you get to the finish line. Hey, I got my mask off. I got my mask off. I've been vaccinated. I've been vaccinated. I've got my mask off. I got my mask off. I've been vaccinated. I can breathe now. Dr. Fauci, we love you, Dr. Fauci. You the man. What about it, Dr. Fauci? People who've been vaccinated now, they really do need to get the feel that we're approaching some form of normality. And one of the things that felt quite abnormal and different the way they'd like to feel is that outdoors you could understand the breeze are blowing and there's very little chance of anything happening. But indoors, it's still quite safe. If you're vaccinated, the data that's accumulated now about the real world effectiveness of a vaccine really makes the risk of getting infected extraordinarily low. And if you do get infected, the risk of getting any serious disease is even lower. I've been vaccinated. I got the vaccine. I've been vaccinated. I got my mask off. I can breathe now. I've been vaccinated. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Take the mask off. Take the mask off. Take the mask off. But only if you've been vaccinated. If you've been vaccinated. If you've been vaccinated. And that's how it's going. You know what's going to be really, really crazy, though? With all those people that are not going to get vaccinated, who feel like now they can just not wear their mask. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of that. Uh, So how do we avoid all of this stuff? Because really, it almost seems like people don't know what to do now, right? I mean, you're excited because now it's been, you know, it's been a long time. Right? We've been wearing these masks for for a while. But now they're saying that it is safe if you've been fully vaccinated. How do you really know if your Uber driver has been vaccinated, right? How does the Uber driver really know 
that you've been vaccinated. So when you're getting in the Uber, shouldn't you still wear a mask? Or what about the train? If you're riding the red line or the blue line? Yeah, because it's still um, it's a law that you still have to mask up because you really don't know. And what about those people, you know, that that are going around here saying, wow, I'm not going to catch COVID. I never caught COVID. And then now you're you you don't have your mask on and you may get you may be one of those to catch it now because now you you, you haven't been vaccinated. But but you want to you want to get out here and think it's cute. Just because the CDC says you don't have to wear your mask, uh, I didn't want to wear my mask in the first place, so I'm not going to wear my mask. Let's, do, let's just use common sense. You know what they say about common sense? It's not too common. But <laughs> let me say this. I am happy. Think about it. A year ago, we were not here. We were not here. We were not here with uh, Moderna, right, Pfizer, Johnson, vaccines, everything was like in play, right? Now things are opening back up here in Chicago. July, our mayor, Lori Lightfoot, is saying it's going to happen. We're about to do it. But then there are some churches who are like, if you're saying, well, we can go to get to 60%, but then you still have to social distance. How, how does that work? 60% of their, of your congregation, but then you say you, you still have to social distance. And how, how do you spread it out? How do you do that? So there are still a lot of questions to be answered. Believe me, how is this going to work? Can this work? Can we coexist? You know, can we still be able to get it done? And for the most part, even though we've lost a lot of people, a lot of people to COVID, we've been able to kind of rebound, right, uh, in the right direction, hopefully, uh, so that, you know, we can we can kind of get beyond this. But for those who are not vaccinated, here, here's the thing. You really you're not gonna tell me what to do. You didn't tell me and and I'm gonna do this and, and I don't want to be a man. It's because of this. This is what you hear. This is what I hear. And I'm not doing it. I mean I hear family, I hear everybody. And because and it's me now and I'm not gonna do anything and I'm not wearing a mask. Okay. <laughs> do what you wanna do, okay? Right? Hey, it's 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 you. But think about it. Are you are you being selfish? Are you not thinking about the next person? All right. Time to jump off mask. The Bears brand new quarterback Justin Fields met the media over the weekend during the mini camp to talk about a lot of things. And one of the questions came up about his short-term goals for the weekend. My short-term goals are just to, you know, be crisp with the, you know, the the huddle call. Um, making sure I'm, you know, precise in my reads and stuff like that. And, you know, really take command of the huddle and, you know, show the guys out there that I'm, you know, leading the offense. Leading the offense and learning the playbook. I want to be great at, you know, knowing this playbook. So I'm going to work hard at it, at it of course. But uh, it it has been, uh, I would say, you know, uh, easy with, you know, Coach um, Nagy, we flip. Laser, Snides, everybody teaching me the playbook. So, you know, they, they made my job way easier by teaching it to me. And, um, of course, um, it's, it's just going to come with time with, with, with me studying that and, you know, just, just, just getting it down. You got to get it down. You've got to get it down. Word has it that uh, Coach Nagy is still treating Dalton as a starter and he will get the majority of the first team reps. But he's also telling foes and fields to prepare and do everything that they can do to become 
the starter. And, of course, that's what every coach would do. Voluntary organized team activities start on May 25th. Mandatory veteran minicamp starting June 15th through the 17th. One reporter during minicamp asked the question, are you ready for this attention, Justin? I kind of feel like I'm, you know, made for this. I'm, I'm, I'm built for this. So um, it's, 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 it's nothing new to me. I'm just going to continue to work hard and continue to get better every day. That's Justin Fields hitting Soldier Field, bringing back Marshall Fields, eating Mrs. Fields. At a Chicago Bears game. The Bears. Moving on to the NBA playoffs. Here we go again now. Here, This is how it's going to work. The teams with the seventh highest winning percentage in each conference will host one game against the team with the eighth highest winning percentage. Uh, and with the winner in each conference earning the number seven seed. Now, uh, this is how it's looking right now in the East. Of course, Philadelphia is at the top with the number one seed, followed by the Brooklyn Nets, the Bucks, the New York Knicks, who, who are really have been outstanding. The Atlanta Hawks, the Miami Heat, you got the Boston Celtics holding on, just holding on. Are they going to be able to make it? Uh, at number eight, you got the, the Washington Wizards. Wizards have been really playing really good basketball. Uh, and then you got the Indiana Pacers and the Charlotte Hornets. There, That's what rounds out one through ten. Uh, the playoff picture in the West, uh, you've got the Utah Jazz at number one. Uh, they've been phenomenal. Right behind them is the Phoenix Suns. you got the Denver Nuggets at number three. The Los Angeles Clippers coming in at four. Rounding out at number five is the Dallas Mavericks. At number six, you got the Portland Trail ba- uh, Trailblazers. Dame Dash. Seven is the Los Angeles Lakers. Wow. Are they really at seven? Last year's champs at number seven. Uh, can they get back in this thing? Number eight is Golden State, uh, and they've been playing some really good ball as of, as, uh, as of late. Memphis Grizzlies at number nine, and the San Antonio Spurs, which I really don't think is going to really do anything, they're at number ten. So let's go back to the East real quickly. Uh, Philadelphia at the top, Brooklyn Nets. And here's the thing. The Brooklyn Nets, everyone is saying that the Brooklyn Nets, uh, have, they've got to come out of the East, right? They put this team together. You got Durant. I mean, you really got the big three. Uh, Durant, you get Harden, you get Irvin. And here's the thing. Can these guys stay healthy, though? I mean, in the seven-game series, that's the big question. And you've got to be able to stay healthy, especially down the stretch uh, as things get a little bit tighter. But did you hear me mention the Chicago Bulls? Not just until then. No, because the Bulls, not even in that conversation, very disappointing a year for the Chicago Bulls, the new-looking Bulls, the Billy Donovan Bulls, Levine has been awesome, though, all throughout. I mean, even getting hurt and coming back, well, you know, even with you know, COVID and, and those injuries, uh, being able to do it, but he can't do it by himself. And, yeah, uh, the team really needs help. Uh, next year, next year, we're going to be talking that next year. Hopefully, we will be talking about him at some point. Taking a look out west, my Lakers, my Lakers, my Lakers, LeBron James, you're going to be playing in now. Whoa, what is that like? I'll, I'll prep for it the same as I've always prepped for a playoff uh, matchup because it is. Um, it's a playoff matchup between us and Golden State on, on Wednesday. Familiar with a few of their guys, um, you know, but I'll prep tomorrow uh, by myself on our day off. Um, and then as a team, we'll we'll lock in on what, what needs to be done. And then Wednesday, we'll prep some more and then get ready to play Wednesday night. So, um, you know, it's a playoff game for me on Wednesday. And when it comes to being the seventh seed? Well, obviously this season, um, I don't look at our seeding. It doesn't matter. 
Um, obviously, we know we wanted to play a lot better this season, but injuries took a toll on our team. Um, but we're finally starting to get whole. Um, we're starting to feel, feel a little bit better about our situation. We ended the season on a five-game winning streak or four-game winning streak. I don't know what it is. But um, um, I look forward to the challenge. Um, it's another challenge for me in the postseason. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Let's bring it home, King James. Let's go. Wow, Vanessa Bryant's speech for her late husband, Kobe Bryant, at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Here's Vanessa. I used to always avoid praising my husband in public because I felt like he got enough praise from his fans around the world, and someone had to bring him back to reality. Right now, I'm sure he's laughing in heaven because I'm about to praise him in public for his accomplishments on one of the most public stages. I can see him now, arms folded, with a huge grin saying, isn't this some shit? She also stated that her husband was on a different level. Kobe's personal stats speak for themselves. Kobe was on a different level. He never took shortcuts when it came to basketball. He gave this game his all. Kobe played through injury after injury. To name a few, he had IVs administered during half times to play through food poisoning and the flu. He played with a broken nose. He had a broken finger and had it snapped back in place just enough to finish the game. He also taught himself how to use his left hand to play the rest of the season while his finger healed. He even swished two free throws with a torn Achilles and walked off the court on his own. I'll never forget the look he gave me as he walked off the court that game. I knew it was bad. The crowd was cheering, and I was reassuring Natalia and Gianna that Daddy would be okay, just like any other injury. But as he walked into the tunnel, there was no wink, and there was no kiss blown my way. I could see the concerned look on his face. That injury was big, but his comeback from that injury was bigger. Very moving Vanessa Bryant speech for Kobe's Hall of Fame induction. That's going to do it for A. This guy's podcast. A couple final thoughts. Okay. For fully vaccinated people, this is what you can expect. You can resume activities that you did prior to the pandemic. Okay. You can resume activities without wearing a mask or staying six feet apart, except where required by federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial laws, rules, and regulations, including local businesses and workplace guidelines catch the next episode of a this guy's podcast soon